Cade McNamara is back at practice. What does that tell us? How excited should we be? How is the injury lingering? Questions. We got answers today. Locked on Hawkeyes. You are locked on Hawkeyes. Your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in. I'm Trent Condon, and this is the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. We're available wherever you get podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. While you're there, hit that subscribe button. It helps us get in front of more Hawkeye fans. Today's episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College. $20 off your first purchase. Let's get into it in the firestorm over the weekend as Cade McNamara. Well, we see a picture, a still picture of him back at Iowa football practice. Now, if you've been following along the last couple of years on social media, we've seen this happen quite often where Iowa football puts out pictures and it feels like they put out pictures that lead credence to a story that is out there. Maybe it's a preseason injury. Maybe it's a guy that just for whatever reason hasn't shown up in the pictures and people are getting a little bit nervous about that. This happens quite often during the last couple of years. Well, this year has proved to be a little bit different because we have not got to see these still pictures. We did not get the photo galleries this year that we normally get three, four, sometimes five times a week from football practice. And all right, you can get a glimpse, you can look, and you can find out that, yes, this is the group that is practicing together. You're trying to figure out who the first team line is. Who are some wide receivers that are working their way in with the first team? You can find out these different things, and it was something that, yes, was it silly? Absolutely. Did people have a little bit too much fun and go overboard about, boy, that guy looked fast in a still picture? Yeah, it was a little bit silly and goofy, but because we don't have open practices. You know, at places like Wisconsin, the media members are allowed to go to practice basically whenever they want. Northwestern is a place that in the past had that kind of ability. There are certain college programs out there that you're able to watch practice. Well, we know in Iowa, that's not the case. In Iowa City and in Ames, both places now, that is not the case. Kirk Ferentz is not going to let media members just come in and hang out and watch practice day after day. That's not what it is. And we get the open practice with Kids Day that happened a couple of weeks ago. That's when the McNamara injury happened. You know, what's crazy to think about if this Cade McNamara injury wouldn't have happened during the open practice. We've talked about here in the last week and a half about the speculation about what this injury is and it being more significant than some people were letting on. I think that's proven to be the case as we found out here recently. We talked about this last week. Cade McNamara's response when he was interviewed by Shanna Earhart from KCCI and his response seemed a little bit off from what we're normally used to. Kirk Ferentz answering the question without answering the question. And even this, this still picture of McNamara back at practice, what does it really tell us? Nothing. For everybody that wanted to go the complete opposite direction, and you could say that, yes, it's all doom and gloom if you believe that he was questionable going into the Utah State game. I still believe that's the case. There's nothing that a still picture is going to do to change my mind. Because even if Cade McNamara came back over the weekend, practice at 100%. From what I heard, certainly not the case. It was back in a limited role. Well, that's not a surprise. As I told you guys two weeks ago now, this was the anticipation. He was going to try to make it a go for Utah State. Well, he wasn't going to go out there without practicing. 
let's use a little bit of mental endurance here to get to the point where you can understand, yes, he was not going to go out there for the first time on Saturday against Utah State. That was never going to be the case. Yet some people were jumping to that kind of conclusion, which isn't right. Here's what we don't know. After being out there for the first time on the practice field, throwing the football around, how was he throwing the football around? Was it a couple of swing passes? Was he throwing a couple of 10-yard stop routes and that's it? Was he taking three, five, seven-step drops when he was going through this? Or was it take a shotgun snap, flip it out there, and call it good? Was he taking plays up the field? Was he making throws 40, 50, 60 yards down the field? Was that something that Cade McNamara was doing? Or was it something for the cameras? We will probably never know the exact answer for that. But here's probably the biggest thing. And not to put on my tinfoil cap and take it to another level that it doesn't need to be here. But the question is, he's out there, he's practicing, he's doing some things. To think that he's back at 100% running around and doing things is silly. We know that's not the case. But with that, how does he react? Now, how does that quad injury now, pushing off for the first time, using that throwing motion, even moving around a little bit, going through some stretching, going through after all the rehab that he's been going through, how is that going to go? How is he going to react to that? How did he wake up? The next day after going through those activities for the first time, we still don't know. Look, if this was the NFL, there would be a designation right now in Cade McNamara. We would know if he was probable, questionable, doubtful, or out. I think it's silly to think that he's out. I think it's silly, though, to also believe that he is probable. There is still too much unknown about the quad injury. We'll hear from Kirk Ferentz on Tuesday. There'll be more. There'll be plenty of questions. We very well could hear from Cade McNamara on Tuesday if he chooses to go out in front of the media and answer questions. We very well could hear from both of those guys. But even with that, you have to be able to read everything that goes into it. And that's what we will do here. We will try to figure out exactly what this is. Because the difference is out there, right? The absolute, we see the difference between Cade McNamara and any other quarterback on this Iowa football roster. It's significant. He's big time. He is a complete game changer for what they are, what they're going to be, and what the anticipation is going to be for this football season. With Cade McNamara, not only can this team win the division, I believe with a healthy Cade McNamara, they will win this division. But I think this team has a real chance of doing more than that. Yeah, more than that. More than getting to a title game. I believe with a healthy Cade McNamara, an improved offensive line, it all goes in unison. I get that that this team gets to Indianapolis with a real chance. There's still going to be a significant underdog against Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State, whoever comes out of the East. There's still going to more than likely be a double-digit underdog in that game. However, I believe this team's got a chance in that game. A long time to get there, and we will talk about that and continue to break things down. Well, I mentioned if we had the NFL designation. When we look at the interim report in the NFL, Guys that are probable, questionable, they're out. We have all those terms. Well, it's coming to the Big Ten. We'll talk about that some more. Plus, Iowa gets it done again. This time, the field hockey team for the third time this year. The Hawkeyes get a win over a number one ranked team. We will do that as we continue here. This is the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast.
Now time for your game changer of the week. It's brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Much like Cade McNamara, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Now, Cade McNamara is our game changer of the week. What we've talked about through for him ever since he made his commitment to Iowa. Iowa has not had a quarterback with this kind of swagger. Iowa has not had a quarterback with this kind of resume. Iowa has not had a guy in well over a half decade now that has everything that you look. Those leadership qualities. Look, you had good players with Nate Stanley. He was a good quarterback. But he wasn't the kind of leader that McNamara is. Just hearing what he is, he absolutely, no doubt about it, is the game changer for this Iowa football team. Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Full flavor, well-crafted, just like a full-strength beer. And at all times, maybe you're just watching the game, don't have to worry about that hangover. That is the time you're looking for an athletic brew. Tons of different options out there. All the different styles from sours to IPAs to goldens. They have you covered. Whatever your taste is, they are there for you. And they taste incredibly good. In fact, I'm getting ready to get my first six-pack making my way here uh, in just a couple of days. Excited for that as we have ordered them up and looking forward to trying a couple of their favorites. You can find Athletic Brewing Co.'s non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or just go online. It's athleticbrewing.com. And first-time customers, you can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Trent kind of back with you once again here on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks, as always, for making Lockdown Hawkeyes your first listen every day. Well, we made it. It's game week. It's been a long offseason as we are counting down the days to kick off and as we get ever so close to the opener for this Iowa football team. Anticipation, excitement, can definitely feel it. This McNamara injury has changed, I think, some of the conversation coming into this season. And coming up tomorrow, Real excited for this. We will hear, uh, see our first Hawkeye depth chart, and we'll have that for you on Tuesday as we will break that one down for you. But I want to go a little different direction here, and that is the participation reports that were announced on Friday. So as we come to you here on a Monday, we find out this information that is released. It's that Friday news dump, right? All right, here's something you're just going to get out there. Get it out of the way. Not going to be a whole lot of talk about it. So I, I found this incredibly interesting. Now, this is something... For people that know me from my radio show on KXNO, my longtime partner, Ken Miller, on the radio, this is something that he's been screaming about, well, certainly for the last four years, ever since legalized wagering came to the state of Iowa. How can you have a sport that takes in the volume like college football does, college basketball to a lesser degree, but certainly college football, and not have some kind of injury component to it that is released either by the NCAA-wide or by an individual conference. Jim Delaney, before he departed, the former commissioner of the Big Ten, before Kevin Warren took over, and now it's Tony Petiti. When Jim Delaney, one of his final things he talked about, and I was there in Chicago when he was talking about it, is releasing an injury report. Now, at the collegiate level, you do have to be careful for HIPAA, right? 
violation of medical things for student athletes. That is something different than can be used at the NCAA level. So get that completely. Understand that has to be different. And I don't believe anybody really needs to know what the injury is. For Cade McNamara, we found out it's a quad injury. But early on, you wondered, could it be hamstring? Was it something with the knee? We had all kinds of things. We don't really need to know. Now, in hockey, they've made a joke of it when it comes to playoff time. The upper body, lower body injury. I mean, you got a guy with his arm broken. That's an upper body injury. Hey, come on. You could go a little bit deeper than that. They won't. And they don't have to at the collegiate level either. Just give us the designation. Now, I have not seen what the designations are going to be, if it's going to be similar to what the NFL is. These reports need to be put out for each team in the Big Ten two hours before the game begins. That's at minimum. And they could come out earlier, but at least two hours before. And this is mostly because of the gambling markets. This is something that, as betters, we should know. You open your FanDuel account, and you should have that information. It is because there's other people that have that information. There's people in Vegas that have that information. There are professional bettors and betting syndicates, most importantly, that have that information. And every day, Joe, like you and me, we should also be able to have that information. It's something that's been out there for a long time, and it's finally coming to the Big Ten. So if it's like the collegiate level in the NFL, they'll do the probable. It means very likely to play. I mean, the likelihood is north of 90% that they're going to play. Questionable is basically 50-50 if they have a chance to play coming up that week, 50-50. Doubtful, a 75% chance that they don't play, and then you get to out. Obviously, we know what out means, right? So that's what it is and how it is set up in the NFL. We'll see if it's the same. We're not going to find out that it's an arm injury, a chest injury, a concussion. I don't think that's going to be a part of the designation, but what we do know is that is the way that it's going to be set up. A great thing to also see about this is who they partnered up with the Big Ten, U.S. Integrity. U.S. Integrity were the people that alerted the Alabama baseball gambling scandal. They were the ones that let it be known that somebody was trying to get down $100,000 on a college baseball game when they hadn't taken a bet. I think it was FanDuel that hadn't taken a bet on the thing. Now this guy's just trying to get down hundred k. All right, something up. U.S. Integrity, though, it's a newer company, but they have done an amazing job of in a bunch of different realms. Also, what they're going to do with U.S. Integrity is adding more information to the betters. Well, we saw here in our state, that'd probably be good, right, for these student-athletes to get a little more information and find out how quickly, as we saw last week with Noah Shannon, his suspension for the year, as he is going through the appeal process and what that's going to be. I think this is a good thing. I think they partnered with the right people. And ultimately for me as a better, and if you're a better, this is a good thing too, to have this information when you're making that bet and all of a sudden a guy trots out there and you're flipping out the game of kickoff. Uh, this guy's out. This guy's questionable. Now we'll have that information at least before the game begins. We wrap things up on the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast and the Hawkeyes do it again. That's right. Number one goes down once again. How incredible has this season been? We got another one. We'll do that when we come back on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Let me paint a little picture for you. The year is 2009. I was riding high. They're in the top 10 in the country. Well, I was making a road trip with my now wife, then my girlfriend. We're going down to see an Alabama-Tennessee game. She worked with somebody from Alabama. They invited us down there. And I said, you know what? I need to go to an Alabama game. That would be great. Great rivalry game. I'm in. Let's do it. So we drive down there. 
you're going to have tickets in hand. Probably not a good thing to do. Ticket buying shouldn't be stressful. It doesn't matter if it's your favorite event, your favorite team, or just something random like an Alabama-Tennessee game. You shouldn't be stressed out like I was getting there without tickets and as kickoff was approaching, still not having them in hand. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the game. Maybe have another brew before you get there. They have flash deals. Incredibly fast. Right at the end, you find out that you can find those last-minute tickets that are always so important. Another thing that I love is the image of the seats view. Look, in Kinnick Stadium, you pretty much know kind of where you are, but if you've never sat in the new end zone before and you find some seats there, you can go through the Game Time app and you can find out exactly what those seats are going to look like. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time, they have deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. Get those exclusive flash deals on tickets. They have football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and a whole lot more. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create that account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out it back with you one final time on the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Hawkeyes your first listen every day. So as we put a cap on things here today, let's get into another number one going down. This has already been an amazing season for Iowa athletics from what we saw out of the women's basketball team a year ago. And of course, what they did in the final four, not only getting to the final four for the first time in 30 years, but that win against number one, South Carolina, just the behemoth of a team that they were with not just in terms of actual physical height, but this was an undefeated team. This was the number one team for all season long. This was a team that people called unbeatable, and they beat them. And then we get to baseball season, and Iowa making it back to the NCAA tournament. How much fun that was. They, during the regular season, beat number one LSU, an LSU team that we saw go on and win a national championship. Who did that? The Iowa Hawkeyes. And now it happens again. As we start a new season here, a new school year is the best way to put it. As we start a new school year here, we see number one go down again. This is on the field hockey uh, side of things, a field hockey program that what a job the coaching staff has done revitalizing this program after definitely some bumps in the road the year that they had a year ago, and it continues and beating number one North Carolina. Not only beating number one North Carolina, but also doing it on the road. Incredibly impressive what this program does. It was a top 10 matchup coming into it, and they do it once again. For the third time in this calendar year, an Iowa Hawkeye team beats number one. Women's basketball against South Carolina. Baseball against LSU. Field hockey against North Carolina. Hey, let's just keep this train going, right? Let's get a win on the men's basketball side. How about a win against the number one team in football? How good does that sound? Let's make it happen. Congratulations to the women's field hockey team. Off to a good start. Also, the Iowa soccer team 
getting the win against Iowa State. Great start to the Cyhawk Trophy as they get that one done. Always good things going on in the world of Hawkeye sports. With that, we will be back with you tomorrow with more Lockdown Hawkeyes. The depth chart will be released here today. We will talk about the depth chart on Tuesday. Break things down. We got LaShawn Daniels. He's going to be stopping in, talking Iowa football. Jace is going to be here this week as well. All the old friends are getting back together. You mean know that means it is time for football season. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Go Hawks.